Open up with me to the book of Acts chapter 3 this morning. And we're going to start off in verse 11. No, no, sorry. Acts chapter 3, verse, verse 1. <coughs> Today we're going to be talking about the power of expectation. Expectation. The power of expectation. My goodness. That word so powerful I can't even hardly get it out. <coughs> expectation. We've been talking about the operation of faith. There's five steps that I've been teaching on lately about the operation of faith. And if you have missed any of these steps, I would encourage you to go online to our website, Harvest Time website, and uh, look at each message. The first step in the operation of faith is hear the word. Step number two, after you hear the word, you got a choice. Believe the word. Amen. And then step number three, after you do those, it's time to speak the word. You have to get the word in your heart and begin to speak it out of your mouth. That's called the word of faith and the spirit of faith. And step number four is, after you speak the word, the next operation is begin to act on the word. And this past Wednesday night, I did a message on uh, acting on the Word. You can find that online. But faith always requires an act. Faith without works is dead. Amen. So today we're going to try to cover step number five. We'll see how far we get. I think it's going to be a two-part on expectation. Um, Expectation is the breeding ground for miracles. It's the breeding ground for miracles. If you're really in faith, believing God for something, you need to be in the spirit of expectation. And that's where miracles are birthed. You've got to expect what you're believing for to come to pass. You've got to see it. In the spirit, you've got to be expecting it to happen, knowing it's going to happen. Every time you pray for someone, you should always expect the final results to be a good report. You should be expecting a good report. But you know what? A lot of people are negative in this world that we live in. And instead of expecting the best, for some reason, when something goes on, they always expect the worst to happen. And guess what happens? You always get what you expect. You expect the worst, guess where your faith is? It's, in, it's rooted in fear. Some, some people here things uh, going on in the world such as uh, COVID or <clears throat> uh, some other type of disease that's going on and the first thing they do is say well I guess we're going to catch that next they expecting to catch it what am I expecting what should the church be expecting we should be expecting 
to be covered by the blood and protected by the blood and healed by the stripes of Jesus, I'm expecting to remain whole, Amen. well, Amen. blessed. That's what I'm expecting. Right. Hallelujah. Always be a person that expects the best, not the worst. Amen. I don't like to hang around people too long that's always expecting the worst. You feel when you, after a while, you feel a little dirty. Like, man, I got some gook on me. <laughs> I got to get away from this. I want to be around somebody, hey, looking forward to the best happening. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> so in Acts chapter 3, verse 1, we're going to cover two stories here today. The first one is, Acts 3, verse 1 said, Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who enter the temple. Verse 3. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms. And fixing his eyes on him, with John, Peter said, look at us. See, sometimes you got to speak stern to people. you got to help them get their eyes off of the situation and get their eyes upon the Lord. Amen. Amen. And Peter said, look at us. Peter's been to break a revelation out on him. Look at us. Verse 5 says, so he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Amen. Here's the key. He was expecting to receive. Mm -hmm. Guess what? His expectation was a little different than what Peter was going to give him. Right. He was looking for money. He was looking for arms. He was looking for some uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich money. Something just to make it through the day. Amen. You know, a lot of times when people give to beggars, all they give them is their small change. Y'all hear me? Oh, yeah. They always feel like, well, I need to do something. And they reach into their pocket and find a few pennies and a couple of nickels and a couple of dimes and they give it to the poor man and they walk off feeling like they did something. Listen, if you're going to bless somebody, go on ahead and bless them. Amen. 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 If that was you in their shoes, would you want the pennies and the nickels, or would you like to bless somebody with a 10 or a 20? That's right. Amen. Listen, anytime you give to the poor, let me tell you something. You ain't throwing your money away. That's right. If they really poor, I ain't talking about no fake beggar. I'm talking about somebody genuinely having a rough time. Life ain't been easy on them. They wasn't born with a silver spoon. They going through hell. And they ain't got no family. And they on the street. And they hungry. And they asking. They've had to swallow pride to ask for some help. And the Bible said when you give to the poor, you lend to the Lord, and the Lord shall repay you. Amen. 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 Always remember that when you come across somebody that's poor. You give it to the Lord. 
and the Lord sees you give it to the poor, and the Lord said, I will take that debt upon myself, and I will repay you for giving to the poor. Amen. I ain't never thrown no money away by giving it to the poor. Amen. And I don't worry about what he's going to do with it. Some people, well, I ain't giving it to him. He's going to go down the street and he's going to buy uh, a fifth of liquor. That ain't my problem. Amen. If the Lord told me to give it, I ain't got to worry about how he's going to spend it. Right. Amen? Amen? And if I give it to him, it ain't my job to tell him how to spend it. That's right. Amen. I don't know how I got off on this. <laughs> but I always remember the poor. It could be you. Have compassion. On people. Then Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have. Amen. But what I do have, what I do have, I give unto you. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Woo! Glory to God. Amen. And he took him by the right hand and he lifted him up. It's time for the church to start lifting people. That's right. Amen. Amen. When they're in a hospital bed, we got to get have enough. Hallelujah, anointing. Hallelujah, have something to give. When we go in there, hallelujah, we're going to lift them up out of the bed. Amen. Amen. We're going to see that they go home. We're going to give them an anointed prayer, not a religious prayer. Hallelujah. But a faith-filled prayer. You're going home. You're going to live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. Amen. 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 I love Peter. Peter, the man had his hand out like this, expecting to receive some alms, some money. And Peter looked at him and said, Look at me. This man's been lame since he was born. It goes on into the story. I think he was lame for 40 years. The man, 40 years old, ain't never walked. Came into this world lame. He's begging for a living because they had to take him every day. People carried him to the gate called Beautiful where people would be coming through the temple area. It was a heavy traffic area. That's where you usually find folks that need help and begging for money. You find them at the interstate exit. You find them in places where a lot of traffic is. And this man sitting there begging, and Peter said, look at me. I got something to give you. It's going to change your life. It's going to change your day. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make history here today. And Peter said, silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, I give unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up. And walk. And Peter took him by the hand and lifted him up. And when he lifted him up, by faith, the power of God hit his legs. And the Bible says strength came into his legs. And then the man joined Peter and John walking into the temple. He was leaping and running and praising God. That's what God can do for you in a little while. Amen. In just a moment. Hallelujah. But you got to have the goods. Peter said, I got something to give you. It ain't silver and it ain't gold. That, if I gave you silver and I gave you gold, you still gonna be begging tomorrow because it's gonna run out sooner or later. But what I have is gonna change your life. You're gonna be able to go back to work again. Amen. Amen. 
the man running, leaping, and praising God through Jerusalem. That's what I want to see happen in Madison, Georgia. That's what I want to see across the globe in the world. When you, when you pray for somebody, they jump up, start running, and start praising Jesus everywhere. Y'all don't think it can't happen today because it can't happen today because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He ain't never changed. He just needs somebody to believe in. That's us. We believe in the supernatural power of Almighty God in this church. Amen. 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 Somebody comes in here lame, what's our job? We're going to lay hands on them. Amen. We're going to believe. Right. We're going we're gonna to hold on. We're going to speak life. Hallelujah. And Jesus will do the works. Amen. 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 <coughs> so, expectation is the breeding ground for miracles. When Peter and them got the man expecting, to receive. That's right. Hallelujah. He got him in faith. Hallelujah. Faith always requires expectation. Amen. If you're believing God for something, you should be expecting that to happen. What are you expecting to happen? Amen. Are you looking for a manifestation of healing? Are you looking for a miracle? Are you looking for a better job? Expect that job to find you as you out there looking. Amen. 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 Praise God. You know, <coughs> around tax season back in the day they used to mail your checks to you they didn't you didn't get them delivered in three or four days by this invisible money that ends up in your bank account somehow they all they the IRS sent you a check if you had a refund well back in our day we were so uh we, we needed every penny. We living week to week, week to week. We paying the, the, the light bill, the, everything. We had to have every week's paycheck. We living week to week. So when we got a tax refund, maybe for $400 or $300 or $700 back then, man, we was happy. And we were like, hey, we can do something we ain't been able to do lately. We can actually Go to Happy China and eat. <laughs> we can do something to, with, with the family. We got some money coming in. So they said, it'll be here in about six weeks back then, I think it used to take. So, man, week go by. Guess what? We kept looking in that mailbox. We go to the mailbox, and, and as time got closer, we know my expectation grew. Any day now, that post lady going to open that thing up and she's going to stick my check in there. I'm expecting it to happen. So every time I walk to the mailbox and I open it up, I was expecting that, uh, that, that check. I look in there, oh, didn't come today. But you know what? That don't stop me from expecting the next day. I get up, next day, I'm coming back to the mailbox and with expectation, it's going to be in there today. Hallelujah. And sooner or later, I got what I expected, I kept looking for it, and I opened that mailbox and there was my check. Hallelujah, and we got to go to Happy China. <laughs> but you get what you expect. If you ain't expecting nothing, you're getting exactly what you expected. That's right. Nothing. Somebody say amen. amen. You get what you expect always. Expecting nothing, getting nothing. Expecting the worst, the worst is coming. The worst is coming. 
Praise God. Now, take a look with me in the book of Mark, chapter 10. Starting in verse 46. I love this story. Now they came to Jericho. As he went out of Jericho with his disciples, <coughs> verse, this is Acts chapter 10, verse 46. As he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet. But he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer, rise. He is calling you. Verse 50 is the key to this miracle. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and he came to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to Jesus, Rabboni, Rabbi, that I might receive my sight. Verse 52, Jesus said to him, Go your way. Your what? Faith. faith has made you well. Your faith has given you a miracle. Your faith has made you whole. Your faith has given you new eyeballs. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, let me walk you through what happened. I like to walk. <coughs> I like to put the Bible in my imagination. I like to see it happen. When you read the Bible, you got to be vivid. You got to use your imagination. Amen. Here's blind Bartimaeus sitting by the road. He's been begging all his life. Because he can't see, you might as well say, he's disabled. Today, if he lived in America, guess what he would get? A disability check. Because he can't see. He's disabled. But listen, in other countries, there ain't no such thing as a disability check. If you're blind, you don't get no assistance. Unless your family helps you out. That's the only, you don't get no government assistance in other countries. Woo. So blind Bartimaeus is sitting by the road begging as usual. And he's got a garment on. To be an official beggar in the days of Jesus, the priesthood, you would take someone that was disabled to have such a sight like blind Bartimaeus, they would go to the priesthood. And the priesthood would examine them to see if they were a legitimate disabled to be 
able to be put in the category of being a, an official beggar. And if they looked at you and said, yeah, you, you, you definitely need, I mean, there's no way you're going to be able to work. And so they're going to give you a, an official garment that qualifies that when people see you, they know that the priesthood has blessed you with a garment that says you are officially disabled. You're not, in other words, you're not a fake beggar. Do y'all know we got fake beggars in the world? Oh, yeah. And if you ain't got some discernment, they'll get you. Listen, I know, I done been got. A bunch of times. They, I mean, they got the, the best stories. They got, they, 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 they can con a con. And man, anyhow, they fooled me a bunch of times. Uh, and that's okay. I gave out of my heart for good th thinking it was the right thing to do. But here, in, they say, in, according to Jewish history, that, that co the color of that uh, garment was red. This is the best thing I could find this morning, was red. It had red in it. So, blind Bartimaeus, this garment that the priesthood give him, this is his livelihood. This right here is what, when people see this, they say, help the man, help the man, give to him. He, 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 he deserves it, he needs some help. He's, he, he's been by the priesthood and blessed him. So this garment was his livelihood. So he, he didn't go nowhere without this. He, when he went by the road, he didn't leave this at home. He always had this with him. This was his security. That's right. He had to have this to get any money. So, blind Bartimaeus has got this on. And he's sitting by the road begging. And he hears Jesus coming by. Somebody had to already tell blind Bartimaeus about some of the things Jesus had been doing. That's right. They'd already built up his faith a little bit. they like, man, I hear of a man they're walking by the Sea of Galilee that's healing the lame, making the blind see. He's raising the dead. He's doing all kind of things. Blind Bartimaeus. I bet Blind Bartimaeus said, man, I'd give anything in the world to see this guy because I need my sight. And Jesus passing by his way probably was slim and none. Slim and none. The Messiah coming by. So he's sitting by the road begging and, and if somebody, he, he hears a, a big multitude multitude and a lot of steps people coming and he said what's going on out there I hear a lot of I hear like a parade coming through what's going on they said oh it's Jesus of Nazareth he's got a lot of people with him when they said Jesus of Nazareth blind Bartimaeus antenna went up he said whoa he's coming by my way so he starts yelling he don't know where he's at but he knows he's out there and he starts yelling loud enough to get his attention. You know, desperate people do desperate things. He started crying out, Son of David, have mercy on me. And the disciples and those around Jesus said, Shh, shh, don't be so loud. Don't bother the master. Leave him alone. I, I, I'm picturing... Blind Bartimaeus sitting by the road, begging, blind. I bet he's saying, what did you say? Did you tell me to be quiet? I know you didn't. 
If you was in my shoe, you'd be holler like me. So he didn't listen to them people that said, be quiet. He got louder. So he started getting louder and he said, Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped. Dead still in his tracks. He got Jesus' attention now. Jesus told his disciples, Go get that man. Bring him to me. So when they came to blind Bartimaeus, y'all, this is what you got to see. When they came over and they said, Blind man, the master wants to see you. The anointed one wants to see you. The Messiah wants to see you. The miracle worker wants to see you. The Bible said blind Bartimaeus got up and he took that, his security check. Everything that he's depending on all his life. This is his money. This is his cloak. It was given to him by the priesthood. The Bible said blind Bartimaeus got up and he threw his garment aside. You know why he did that? He was in full expectation. When he threw that garment, Jesus seen him throw that garment. That's why it's mentioned in the Bible. When Jesus seen the garment go, he said, that man knows after he sees me, he won't never need that garment no more. He won't be in the begging business no more. He's going to be made whole today, and he knows it. Amen. So he throws that aside. Praise God. Amen. Sometimes you got to throw your security away That's right. That's right. to get your miracle. Amen. The things you depended on. Hallelujah. They, they said, you got to have all your life. Blind Bartimaeus said, I ain't going to never need this again. That was... Uh, uh, that was faith in operation. That was expectation. Before he got the miracle, his expectation was already shown by throwing the garment aside. Amen. And then when he gets to Jesus, oh, hallelujah, Jesus had one good question for him. And he wants your answer to be pacific. Don't beat around the bush. What you here for? Jesus looked at him and said, what do you want me to do for you. Blind man, what you want me to do? And the blind man had one good answer. Man, the reason I'm standing before you is I need some eyes. Yeah. I'm, I need my eyes healed. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said, done. <clears throat> According to your faith, it is. And the Bible said his eyes were open immediately. And then he began to, he jumped in the parade. Said, I'm going home with y'all boys today. Amen. But that's the expectation. Throwing the garment aside, y'all. You always got to add expectation. If you are believing God for something, you need to be expecting something to happen. If you ain't expecting nothing, you're not really in faith. We've been examining our faith. People think they're in faith, and they are not in faith at all. They have no expectation. Whenever you're expecting something, man, that's the breeding ground for miracles. Start expecting something. Amen? Start expecting.
Someone asked Catherine Kuhlman one time, what is faith? She said, faith is stop believing what you see. Stop believing what you see and start seeing what you believe. You have to use your imagination, your spirit man. Whenever I see a sick person in a bed, I don't look at their, I, I see them. But I want to, in faith, see them how I want to see them in faith. I see you home. I see you walking. Amen. I see you alive. I see you working. I see you praising God. I see you standing before the church and testifying. That's what I see. I see you playing God. I see you fishing. I see you hunting. I see all kind of things. Hallelujah. I'm building their faith. This is what I expect to see. That's what I expect to see. You've got to have the spirit of expectation whenever you are in faith. You've got to see it. You see it, believe it, speak it, hold on to it. Hallelujah, it's going to happen any moment. It didn't happen today, but it's going to happen tomorrow. It didn't happen tomorrow, it's going to happen the next day. Delay is not denial. Listen, every day that you have to hold on a little bit longer, That's right. guess what happens? Your faith gets stronger. That's right. Your faith gets stronger. Amen. The longer you have to hold on, the longer you go through something. We don't like to, it to be drawn out. We like to microwave faith. That's right. Put it in, get it out, it's hot and ready to go. Then you have to fire up the stove. Just throw it in the microwave faith. We got a microwave church today. But listen, to have strong faith, you have to go the long way, not the shortcut. That's right. Ain't talk, a, a miracle happens immediately. But listen, to have strong faith is drawn out. That's why healing sometimes is not a miracle, but it's a process That's right. of healing. Yeah. It might be a week before you get better. It might be two months before you get better. But keep believing every day and keep expecting every day and sooner or later you're walking out of the hospital. Glory to God. Amen. Y'all stand with me. Hallelujah. I'm going to speak to the people out in uh, Southeast Asia. You're in Thailand, Cambodia, uh, Indonesia, wherever you are, wherever you're looking at, the Philippines, if you're in Africa, Kenya, Tanzania, Uganda, wherever you are. I want you to know, hallelujah, Jesus is the answer. Amen. Go to our website and look at the, uh, the faith, the operation of faith sermons. It will bless you. If you know somebody that's sick, get them to go to the website while they're in the hospital bed and begin to look at the operation of faith. It will increase their faith and they will walk out of that hospital delivered, healed, and made whole in the name of Jesus. According to your faith, it shall be. So hallelujah, get in faith. Jesus is a miracle worker. So just continue to believe. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, hallelujah, I plead with you. Give your life to Jesus Christ. He died on the cross. He rose from the dead. Hallelujah, he lives. And he'll give you a life that's worth living. If you'll cry out to him, the Bible says you shall be saved. So call upon the Lord today. His name is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Everything that he's going to do for salvation, he's already done. He's waiting on you. You're not waiting on God. He can deliver you from alcohol, 
cocaine, meth, amphetamines, homosexuality, whatever bondage it may be, Jesus is your answer. Don't look no further. Cry out to Jesus and repent of your sins. You shall be saved. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in today. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We're talking to people that ain't him. They way out there. But they listening. They listening. Let us just bow our heads for a moment. <coughs> Father, your word went forth. Thank you for the grace of God to help me speak it.